0: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Welcome back to Hour Two of Gun Sports Radio, where your hosts Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz educate you on anything and everything related to our Second Amendment right. Visit gunsportsradio.com with your questions and comments and to learn how to become a guest or sponsor of the show. Now here comes Hour Two of Gun Sports Radio, and your hosts, Dave, Joe, and Michael.
1: All right, folks, this is Go to Sports Radio on FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. I just looked at the paperwork. Last show was 200 episodes.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was 201 today.
1: Unbelievable. How about that? And by the way, Wendy did an absolutely fabulous job last night. I
2: was listening. I wanted to hear her interview, and she did a great job.
1: She really did. She did a great job. Yep. Hey, folks, we've we got a special offer for you. It only took... 201 shows, but we have something for you now. (laughs) Uh, In today's world, violent crimes can victimize anyone at any time. So when it's time, you will be able to protect yourself and your loved ones. For your personal protection, uh, I am training at, I'm not, Michael Schwartz and Joe Jermisi are training at Front Sight, the world's premier firearm training facility. They love it. That's right. Located near Las Vegas and through their personal relationship with Frontsite's founder and director, Dr. Ignatius Piazza. He's arranged just for you and your family, not just you, your family, to go train there too. And it's free of charge. Yep, that's true. Enter frontsight.com backslash gun sports radio into your computer browser to secure a two thousand dollar four day defense handgun course. Absolutely free of charge with no hidden surprises or catches. Just enter frontsitecom Gun Sports Radio. And after your first course at FrontSight, you'll leave with skills that surpass 99% of the gun-owning population. Guaranteed. Nobody, absolutely nobody does it better than FrontSight. But you must act now for these free courses after they're all taken. So secure your free four-day course at Frontside.com/backslash/GunSportsRadio, and be prepared—you will start going every year. Yeah, amen. This hour is brought to you by our good friends at Cali Key. Drop in a Cali Key into any AR-15 or AR-10 to instantly make it California compliant. For more information, check out Cali Key at Cali Key.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Self-defense and emergencies can happen to anyone, and unfortunately, the justice system may not be on your side. Really? What? So while you protect your family and property, U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7, 365 days a year with a comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off, and neither does U.S. Law Shield. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from U.S. Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. Hey, San Diego County Gun Owners sponsors this segment. And here's what you need to do go to www.sdcgo.org. That's sdcgo.org. And join up. It's it right. $10 a month. How cool is that? It means the 10 bucks, less than a uh, box of ammo. That's right. Joe Germisi, our covert blogger, he is a cartoon fanatic. And we're going to talk about looney tunes for looney times the disarming of elmer but you better not okay so uh yeah you haven't uh haven't heard
3: i guess um i heard hbo that's max
1: that's my favorite cartoon
3: yeah most people uh i think <laughs> if you're over what 40 I mean, can't <laughs> yep. be anybody in the country that doesn't know what that is uh, yeah. i feel bad for younger people but um yeah hbo max and their streaming service has decided to bring back the old looney tunes and the uh and the merry melodies thing, uh, cartoon. So they're doing them over again. And it sounds like they're going to keep them pretty close to the, uh, you know, the original spirit with one glaring exception. Um, Elmer Fudd, uh, will not be hunting, uh, Bugs Bunny with a shotgun anymore. Um, the executive producer of that, that series, uh, said, uh, I think his words were, we're, we're not doing guns. So Elmer uh, apparently is going to be using a scythe, is that how you say that word? The uh, the big blade that the Grim yeah. Reaper uses. Oh really? So a scythe? To so hunt rabbits? I heard a
0: hatchet, but. So well, what?
3: hatchets are okay, Hatchets are, are okay. Dynamite, safes, uh, anvils, anything from Acme is okay except guns. So um Shit, gosh. So the way they described, they said uh, you know, cartoony violence is okay, but apparently that doesn't um Hold up for guns, I guess. Uh, so Brilliant. a cartoon gun being used on a cartoon character, which is make believe, um, apparently is not okay. But everything else is
1: okay. So they're going to digitally take no, the shotgun away, or is
3: he that show just isn't going to air? No, it sounds like they're redoing them. They're redoing the cartoons. They're just not. Um, you just won't see Elmer with a shotgun. <laughs> so you'll see Elmer chasing uh, bugs with all other sorts of forms of, things, of but mayhem. no shotgun. So it's a so
1: new cartoon. That's what it sounds new, like. New yeah.
2: plots, new new art. Yeah. New, you know, the whole thing, they're redrawing it all new. Yes. Di- doing it, you know, digitally.
1: You know where that's just going.
2: But they're just, they're FUD's not going to have a double-barrel shotgun to hunt with.
3: Right. Cause that's you, ridiculous. You see, uh, there's pictures out there, and uh, Elmer's got a scythe, and he's running around with it. I doubt that he had one of those back in the, the original yeah. cartoons. I watched them all. I, not only that, but that, how is that? first off you can't hunt with that yeah. well and, and again, it certainly isn't humane well and there's a yeah. bunch of there's a bunch of goofy things uh going on with that you know aside from from vandalizing or destroying you know a bit of iconic american culture because it really i mean you know i i understand it's a cartoon but those cartoons over the years got i think 22 um academy award nominations and they won five oscars sure so they're legitimately a part of our culture so let me guess they're gonna fix his speech too that some uh, people have been asking that because, uh, that might be offensive to some people. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll have to wait and see it says wabbit, to watch those looking for the wabbit, but he won't be looking with a, uh, a shotgun, shotgun. <laughs> but, um, and it gets, you know, there's wait a minute.
1: Did you ever see him shoot the that shotgun? Yeah. Not much.
2: Well, sometimes they'd put a finger in the barrel, and then it
1: would. Oh, that's right. And and well, would...
2: the better
3: if you get if you see him shoot Daffy Duck with the shotgun, you yeah. see the bill flip oh, around yeah, and end right. up all those different ways. Um, You're showing your age. And uh, oh, those, those things are classic. I know. Um, I still
4: watch them. I'm like, pretty young.
3: Well, well, you still watch
4: them? Yeah, absolutely. They're on a uh, another TV network. that I watch. So.
3: Oh. and Brendan's 14 years older. Right? That's
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop.
3: <laughs> but the, um, the bigger thing with that, you know, it's kind of funny, it's kind of sad, but there's, there's a more serious issue to that because this is all part of the, the censorship stuff that's going on today. And, um, you know, things that you can't say anymore. And that, that's a big problem in the country. And, and, you know, I've written about it a bunch of times. We're always talking about it. And, um, you know, certain, um, ideas, I guess, are being shut out. And you can't say certain things. Uh, there was a football coach, a college football coach that had a T-shirt on that said, football matters, uh, rip uh, the shreds for doing that. And now, you know, and this is a, this is a football coach. What he does is motivate his team. Yeah, so it Football does matter. matters is a completely normal, legitimate thing for him to have on there. And yet you can't say something like that. And it always seems to be on one side of the spectrum um, because the other side can say pretty much anything they want. Um, Tom Arnold, for instance, was calling for, um, for people to grab guns. He, he said, borrow your father's gun. Cause apparently liberals don't have guns. And, um, he said, you should go out and shoot policemen, shoot undercover policemen. And that was okay. And that did not apparently violate what? any terms of use on Twitter or Facebook or YouTube. But, you know, there's one half of the, mm-hmm. um, country, I guess, can say pretty much anything they want. Um, the other half can't. And, um, you know, that's, that's a really serious thing in this country. And you can't, you can only go so far with that. When you start to say that half of the country, um, you start to accuse them of being bigots and you Mm -hmm. shut them out of universities, you shut them out of op-ed pages, um, you shut them out of, of things and things as innocuous as the gun thing with Elmer Fudd, you know, when you do that to half of the country, you I, I think you reach a point where it gets very dangerous at that point where mm. you're saying half of the country is not uh does not merit the rights that everybody else has and um and that's a really serious thing and i think you know it's it was interesting to, to call it up here and the under the guise of a cartoon i guess um but the the actual issue is a lot more serious and 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 i've said this before people need to start thinking about what kind of country do you want to have mm. and you know because we get the country that we have you know these people in seattle mm. are getting the country that they That's wanted right. you know they elected that mayor they That's elected right. that governor now
1: they've got six blocks of their city occupied and by the way did you hear the homeless stole all their food <laughs> <laughs> so now they're putting a plea out for people to break this one girl put it on facebook that they stole all my food and she wanted food but she only wanted vegan and, oh well wow. oh, there you go so seattle, did she call the yeah. cops and, uh, you you anybody to call
3: <laughs> who are you going to call, Ghostbusters? yeah and they're, uh, and that's that police chief up there was saying their 911 times now are tripled for serious crimes well, and they there can't even go that. into that area yeah but even getting around that area to get to where they need to go yeah. is, is now an well,
1: issue I just quit supporting it, I just say fine, I got a problem with that, alright we got to take a break how do we find you? Uh, you can find uh, the blog articles on the San Diego County Gun Owners
3: page that's did All you right. get a button yet? And uh, we do well. You got to go to news and then blog, and then
1: you'll okay. see it. slash blog. There you go. Oh, well, <laughs> see, there. <laughs> there I knew go. there was a button. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer.
0: Stay caught. There's more gun sports radio with Dave, Joe, and Michael to come on The Answer San Diego.
1: folks hey welcome back you are listening to gun sports radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer all right hey california assault weapons laws make it almost impossible to own an ar pattern rifle what's the solution cali key it'll convert any mill spec direct impingement ar pattern rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon it's a true drop-in solution. No milling, no aesthetic modifications, no turning off your gas system. Keep your entire AR collection intact with k a l i k e y K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. This segment is sponsored by the good folks at U.S. Law Shield, U.S. If you own any firearm, talk to the good folks at U.S. Law Shield about what happens after the bang. Whoa, Joe Dramici has another segment. And this time you're talking about. We're talking about lights uh, this time, uh, uh,
3: specifically the Olight M1X Striker flashlight. So um, we've talked about this, um, or lights in general before, uh, about, you know, do you light your firearm? Do you have one attached to the firearm? Mm. Do you have a separate light? Mm-hmm. And there's good arguments on both sides of that. I think, Michael, you were saying you've got lights on your firearms, every, right? Just
2: about every firearm, I have a light attached.
3: Yeah, and I think David was saying that too, with David Chong a couple of weeks ago, and we talked to him about it. Um you know different i didn't do that on um on my firearms for different reasons um but what i've got is just a separate uh what they call a tactical flashlight because um, you throw tactical in front of anything that you paint black and then yeah. you got a tactical right. light <laughs> um but the um the m1x striker from olight is the one that i went with and i got this about uh had it for about a year and a half i think and um i use mm. the the reason i ended up with this is um I, um, I took a class at Gunsight and we were going to do some low light and nighttime shooting, so you had to have a light, and I didn't have one at the time, and they recommended that one, so that's how I buy most of my stuff. I think it's like, okay, I'll buy that. That's what they say, <laughs> and, um, and I got it, and it works great. Um, it's, uh, it'll work for an everyday carry. It's a, it's a little bit long for that, but I mean, I've carried it. It's about 5 inches long, five, uh, 5.3 inches, I think. Um, but it will clip right into your pocket. Uh, if you wear jeans, uh, it fits right into the front pocket, and it's uh, pretty comfortable.
1: You know what I like about it? What's you that? can adjust the uh, the illumination.
3: You can. It's got five different settings on it. I Push believe. Button. And if you hold that button down, you'll get a strobe. And uh, some people like that feature. Um, the other thing that's nice about it is there's a um, the power switch is on the back. So there's an on off mm-hmm. switch in the back. If you push the back power switch all the way in to click it, then the light comes on or the light goes off. If you just push it in but don't let it click, you'll get light that's uh, momentary. It'll come on for a few seconds uh, and then go off by itself. So, again, that's kind of handy. Um, When I was taking that class, too, they show you different ways, a half a dozen different ways to hold the gun and the light in your separate hand. Um, There's, uh, I think, what they call the FBI hold where you're you're holding it and you're... you're, um, support hand, but you're holding it up and away from you, so uh, that worked pretty well. Um, There's another way that you could hold it um, and kind of brace your shooting hand up against the back of your light holding hand. Uh, and that works pretty well. So there's a number of ways you can do it.
1: What, what's the purpose of the crown at the end of the light area, do you know? So
3: yeah, it's a pretty aggressive crown on there and really? that's the striker part because you could, um, you know, if you had to use this as an impact weapon, it fits right in your hand, you can strike with that. Oh. Um, it's solid up there. You could probably break a window with it. If you were out peacefully protesting, if you felt <laughs> the need to do that. Um, but you could do some damage, uh, using this as a striker kind of thing too. Um, the other thing it's got on it that's nice, um, if you uh, push the side button down before you push the power on, I'll let Dave uh, play with that. If you uh, push that po- side button down and then push the power light on, what you'll get is the moonlight um, version of it. You have it, to hold down. Is, uh, Yeah, hold down that. Fi- that f- there you go. And uh, hold it on. And what you get is a half a lumen. And um, it's enough to, you know, if you've got to look at a map or if you've got to look at something at night uh, without burning a lot of the light up, so uh, it works pretty well. The, um, I've, I've been really happy with it. Um, it comes with a charger, so it's a lithium uh, battery. And uh, it lasts a long time. They give different hours for it. It depends on the level of light that you're using.
1: They have different sizes?
3: Um, they, ha- they do. They have, um, in this one, I think it's a 2600 um, uh, milliamp hour mm-hmm. battery. Uh, they also give you a little insert to where you could use two smaller ones instead of the one larger one. And it comes with a charger uh, for those, um, and it comes with a holster, which um, works. You know, you could wear this on a belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's uh, again a little bit big, but it's a uh, very functional flashlight. Uh, it also has a clip on it, and the clip pops off, and you could you could move the clip around so that um, mm-hmm. so it comes off that way. You could put the clip on the other way.
1: Oh, so you can put it on. It
3: clip it yeah. this way. Um, what's good about about being able to move the clip around because if you were going to carry it in your pocket Mm -hmm. it probably carries better with the clip oriented in one direction if you were going to um, say if you had a hat on for instance you can clip the light to the bill of the hat turn it on now you've got hands-free light needed it for that the other thing um, that this does and a lot of these do this too this comes with uh, a thousand lumens is what it goes to wow pretty powerful Uh, very I you know I've got hills up behind my house and uh they say it goes 190 meters um my hill goes up several hundred yards and I could light up most of the hill with this thing Mm. um the battery lasts a long time again they um they say what four and a half minutes I think um if you keep it cranked up all the way up to you know 30 or 40 days if you use the uh Mm -hmm. the very low uh, setting and um like most lights if I turn this on and um have it on the full power, the 1,000 lumens. It'll stay like that for five minutes if you're going to continuously use it, and then it'll automatically bump down to 750.
1: Just to save the battery?
3: Yeah, and most of these kind of lights do this. So um, it's a really good light. Uh, Olight is a a global company. They make lots of different lights, uh, things like this. They make weapon-mounted lights, Mm -hmm. uh, make a lot of different things. Um, They have a a full warranty on these things. Um, Absolutely. For the first 30 days, uh, they'll take it back, replace it, repair it, whatever uh, they they think needs to be done um up to five years they'll do the same thing after five years um they'll uh, they warrant it for uh, or up to five years they'll warrant it for workmanship uh, stuff and material stuff they won't warrant it for wear and tear type things no well, of course um but after five years uh you could still send it back to them if something breaks they'll fix it there may be a charge for it um but they're pretty shipping good. if nothing else yeah one of the things that was interesting about this i was telling michael and i discovered this uh the other day when i was kind of researching this to do the um review is that olight now has come up with a newer version of this one um that they call the uh, the m2r pro warrior so if you look at it it looks pretty much exactly like this light um but they've bumped up the lumens now you get 1800 lumens on that one that's insane! Um, 1,800
2: lumens on that little this thing. How many? How many is this? This is 5.3 inches. A five-inch flashlight, yeah, yeah. 1,800. Just to give you an idea, you guys remember those L-shaped green flashlights when you were a kid? Yeah, like, yeah. They, the army they, had them. Yeah, yeah, and they came with different lenses. There was a blue one and a red one.
3: Yeah. So the is clear like lens, ten lumens or something.
2: Yeah, that? you're looking at like 25, maybe 30 lumens.
3: Yeah, which is <laughs> you, you got know. 1,800. <laughs> well, like I said, this will light up the hills in the back of my house. Um and uh you know, squirrels and the one,
1: must love you <laughs>
3: yeah there's nine of them that don't anymore but um <laughs> but yeah the um like i said the the light is great they've got a newer version now the pro warrior the m what mm-hmm. did i say the m2r pro warrior version um that goes for about 109 dollars It's a little bit pricey i did find because if you go on the amazon uh you'll find the striker version but they'll say it's mm-hmm. no longer available mm-hmm. i did find because olight's a global organization so again if you search olight i found olight israel the Israeli, oh, really? really, uh, arm of the company. You can buy the strikers there. They're $59 oh, get wow. those online there. So you can still get this light.
1: I have a light like that at every door in my house mm-hmm. and it's on a charger and it's plugged in. Mm-hmm. So no matter what I can go to any of my six or seven doors to go out of my house and there is a light like that plugged in.
3: Yeah. And I use this one, um, Primarily around the house, too, is uh, because this sits on on the bed next to the gun Mm -hmm. at night. Uh, So I use it a lot for that. I'm not good about remembering to carry the thing. I I really need to start getting into that habit. Um, Olight's got a uh, slightly smaller series, about an inch and a half smaller than this, the Baton series, um, that'll work um, probably nicer. It's uh, a little bit less powerful than this, but still uh, more than enough to encourage you to carry it.
1: Well, uh, there's nothing worse than grabbing a flashlight that's dead. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Then you got to go fumble for batteries. And then, so that's why I like the one where, like yours, has a charger and you can put it on the charger and and leave it plugged in. And
3: this one, I have to say, I have never picked this up and it was not charged. And I use it pretty regularly, Mm. off and on, for different things. And I'll just, every once in a while, it'll occur to me, wow, I haven't charged that in a long time. I should throw it on the charger. But I've never had it run out. I've never picked it up and had it not work. How long have you had her? Uh, About a year and a half now. Wow. So, uh, so, yeah, it's a great light. Um, and like I said, Olight offers a bunch of other ones. They've got weapon-mounted lights. Um, they've got these. They've got bigger flashlights. They have spotlights. So uh, quite a variety of things.
1: It's all about the plan, folks. It's all about being prepared. Well, stuff like this, you know,
2: amateurs go, oh, you know, there's 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 a storm on the horizon. I I need to go buy a gun. <laughs> You know, people that know what they're doing, first off, already have a gun. You don't have to right. go buy one, so to but go buy they one. worry about: okay, do I have enough flashlights? Do I have enough fire extinguishers? Mm-hmm. Do I have you know? It's all these other little things. Mm-hmm.
3: And flashlight technology has just taken off off the, last the charts. Decades. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, when I first got this, I remember I was bugging all my neighbors with it: "Hey, you got to see this flashlight at
1: night, in their
3: windows." Um, because it, it really is surprising how much light you
1: get out of this little. Thing. I know, I, I couldn't it. believe it. I was this it off.
3: You know, it's, it's hard to see on the radio, but it's about
2: the size. Of a marker, yeah. yeah, yeah, it really is. But like a, like a uh, one of the one of the, what's the permanent one? What's the the permanent marker? Yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> the, the black one that everybody you know the the, uh, the no, uh, no uh, what they call it? anyway. It's yeah. about the size of a marker, but well, have,
1: you should use, you use it for autographs, right? Does I have, use, yeah, you? exactly.
2: I have this friend who uh, she just got married. She's adorable. She does a lot of our graphic arts work. She's fantastic. Her husband's fantastic. They bought a house and they figured out that they could actually see her parents' house. From their house, but it, it's pretty far away. They're, they're like a ridge line over. Mm-hmm. So they actually I gave them a flashlight, like that's very similar to this, so that they can Signal. communicate. So they so they sit on the phone and they they shine the flashlight at each other and say, "Hey, can you see that?" And they refer to it as sparkling each other. <laughs> so when they're on the phone with when she's on the phone with her mom, she's she, she sparkles her
1: mom with the flashlight. They sit there and shine the flashlight. That at each is other. so cute. Anyway. All right. Hey, let's take a quick break. <laughs> we have to after that. On FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer.
0: Welcome back to Gun Sports Radio, educating you on your Second Amendment rights. Now, here are your hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego.
1: All right, folks, welcome back. Gun Sports Radio, FM 961. AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, folks, the thousands of pandemic panic buyers just found out what San Diego shooters already knew. AO Sword Firearms in El Cajon has the widest selection of guns in the county. AO Sword has hundreds of different new and used guns in stock and everything you could want for an AR 15. Whether you're looking for the latest competition rifle, combat pistol, or collectible cowboy iron. You'll find it at A.O. Sword. They're also professional gunsmiths with a full machine shop. They can clean, uh, repair, upgrade, or even customize your gun, including Cerakote. A.O. Sword Firearms is at 929 East Main Street, just off Mollison in El Cajon. Best of all, they are friendly, informed, and actively support your rights. See for yourself with their legal and technical updates on Facebook. You can also check them out at AOSward.com or if you're old school, 619-749-4867. And our firearms arms technical expert, David Chong, is on the line. Hey, Dave, how you doing? It's a beautiful day out there. Yes, it is. You should see it from inside the studio.
4: I don't need a flashlight yet, but <laughs> thanks to Joe, I'm going to get one before it's nightfall.
1: There you go. So what's on the plate today?
4: Well, you know, as, as the entire world runs out of uh, guns for sale, mm. uh, I just kind of wanted to run down what, what we have left, what, what we hear other people have left, and, and then also try and expand people's uh, horizons just a little bit. Uh, right now, we're all out of guns. Uh, um, in every store that I know of in San Diego, and I'm friendly with, we're, most of us are friendly with each other. Um, and uh, San Diego County gun owners helps us do that, too. Thank you. Um, so what, what sold first certainly were uh, security shotguns, 18 inches or 20 inches, and modern semi-automatics. People came in. I don't know what to get, so I want a Glock. Or uh, that, that shield is the perfect size for inside the home and also concealment if I uh, ever want to get my CCW permit, which now we can't. Uh, there's there's no there's no being picky now. You'd be lucky to find any gun store with a semi-automatic on the shelf uh, in any popular caliber. Um, uh, we haven't ever run absolutely out, but people had to not be picky. Uh, maybe you came in for a Glock, you need to get a CZ. Maybe you came in for a SIG, uh, you've got to pick a uh, Springfield, for example. So Dave, uh, you're literally out of guns? Where, I, I still have 950 guns in stock. Oh, well, but, there uh, you go. But 350 of those are uh, 250 different varieties uh-huh. of sporting shotgun. Gotcha. Um, uh, about uh, about 600 of those are uh, AR-15s that come in every flavor under the rainbow. Every every custom configuration you want to put together, we have them waiting for you. And uh, that is really, when people have come in, And they just can't bring themselves to uh, select one of the, let's say, six semi-automatics that we have left at any time. Uh, Because we always get them in, but they they sell pretty much the same day. Um, Then they'll go for the AR-15, and that's a great choice. AR-15 with that 5.56 bullet uh, penetrates over penetrates less through a standard household drywall than uh, even a handgun. And so, and then also the the portability and the uh, ease of recoil management, plenty of reasons to choose an AR-15, but some people just don't want that scary gun. And so what I want to talk about is what we're seeing everybody skip, which is revolvers. It's, it seems to other mm. to people that it's old school, it's, it's, it's has been stuff, it's, Absolutely not true. A revolver is an excellent choice, especially for home defense, mm-hmm. um, uh, and especially for a new shooter. Uh, it has a, a lot of specific advantages. Uh, it's got a really simple manual of arms, very easy to learn to operate that gun effect- effectively. There's only one operation to gain access to the cylinder. it pop out the cylinder one way or another to, to reload it, and then one other operation to make it go bang that's pretty much it. There's some other whiz bang stuff you can do, like on a single double action, you can, uh, uh, cock that trigger back for a nice aimed shot. But honestly, in a self-defense scenario, you're probably not going to go to single action. Um, Compared to loading a stiff magazine, inserting it, locking it, making sure it's locked into a semi auto, racking the slide, using a slide stop with your thumb, slingshotting that round into battery with the slide, using a decocker, using a safety, ejecting an empty magazine, much more complicated to learn how to use a semi automatic. And so, isn't it, uh,
1: Dave, isn't it easier to clean?
4: It is. It is. There's there's less to clean. I would say it's harder to clean uh, at the gunsmithing level, but for, f- for field cleaning, for user cleaning, um, yeah, it's much easier. Absolutely. There's just le- so many less moving parts uh, that are that are user accessible. Um, That's interesting. Well, what's... Along with the,
2: go ahead. I was going to ask what. If, you know, I, I know a couple of things or two about guns. I, I wouldn't even know where, you know, what are some popular models of, of revolvers? I You know, what, uh, is there something out there in particular that you like that, that uh, is, would be easy for folks to use?
4: Sure. Uh, in, in general, I'm going to say uh, uh, Smith & Wesson and Taurus both make excellent products. The Tauruses tend to be a little more industrial looking and, and heavy um, the uh, Rugers are even heavier than that. Um, the uh, the Taurus are going to certainly be at the introductory price point, and uh, they're a good value for the money. Um, if if you want to have a a fine shooting machine, I would I would definitely stay away from the Tauruses and go on to another, uh, gun, uh, like the Smith and Wesson, for example. Uh, I'm not calling the Taurus a bad gun. What I'm saying is if you want to turn it, if you ever wanted to get a sweeter trigger out of it or a, um, uh, uh, add value to it, by with upgrades, the, the Taurus just is not going to respond to that well. And it's only ever going to be kind of the gun it was born as, uh, why is that? Well, they've, they've done a very good job at, uh, using good quality parts at a very economical price. Well, something has to give. So what gives is fitment. So they're very inconsistently fit. Um, and, and spending the money on gunsmithing to make it to the same level as a Smith & Wesson, you could have just gotten the better gun to, to, to begin with.
1: It's interesting. Uh, but they do are,
4: run.
2: Are you generally when you if you're looking at revolvers is the is most popular caliber still 38 or what what generally is anything is anything most, changed?
4: Most people are looking at a 357 because it can also shoot 38 in case they want to just practice more economically than the 357. 357 is generally regarded as uh, in that effective uh, 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 stopping power. Uh, and penetration uh and expansion range. Uh thirty eight is really borderline, uh being being less powerful than a nine millimeter. Just just above a, a three eighty. Um, but but yeah, three fifty seven certainly it. Uh, we don't see many people buy we uh, we sell a, a forty four Magnum well uh, once a quarter, so that's just not very uh common.
1: Well that's because dirty Harry hasn't been on lately.
4: <laughs> yeah yeah.
1: So what are we looking at price difference between, you know, semi-automatic and a revolver?
4: You will pay more for a quality revolver. Uh, 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 Kind of giving the, the, the converse of uh, Michael's question. Uh, There are cheap revolvers out there. I I beg you to stay away. Uh, Charter arms and and the the ilk um, old Rome's those are guns to avoid at, at all costs. Uh, I'm telling you as a gunsmith now, I've made a lot of money making bad guns, barely work. So, um, <clears throat> those are, those are, and not happily, those are not, not good, reliable guns for your self-defense. So we, you got to have reliability for for what we're talking about. Absolutely. We're not, we're not talking about, you know, the disappointment of my Wi-Fi is not working. This is whether or not you're, you preserve your life. Um, in these in these applications that we're talking about, we
3: well, you know another important uh, point you don't want to leave out too, David, is they are fun to shoot. And uh, it, I, I yeah. like revolvers. I you know I only own the one. I've got a, a Ruger GP100, the Match Champion version. But yeah. I want to get I want to get one of each. I want to get a Colt. I want to get a Smith and Wesson. So I got all those things on the list. But uh, but they're a lot sure. of fun. I enjoy them.
4: You notice I didn't mention Colts. It's not because I don't like them. It's because we can't really get them here. <laughs> uh, they're, they're just not on the roster um, I do want to break down just a few more things uh, you know, a revolver is much easier to clear a malfunction uh, effectively and quickly without much training on a semi-automatic as you gentlemen know you, you have a failure to fire you've got to analyze what type of failure what type of malfunction you have and uh, clear that malfunction sometimes involving dropping the magazine in the middle of clearing it with a revolver uh, you get a click no bang you, you press the trigger again, that's all there is to it. Um, it's easier for people with limited wrist or grip strength to operate a revolver. There are two critical demands that come from semi-autos. you got to be strong enough to grip and rack that slide aggressively, and then you also have to have a solid grip to allow the action to cycle without a malfunction when you fire. You all, all have heard of limp wristing. That happens even with big, strong men uh, just not understanding how to handle that recoil. Um, I do want to dissolve a myth. Revolvers are not more reliable. As a matter of fact, overall, less reliable under abuse or harsh conditions. What they are is more reliable after years of being ignored or forgotten, both in terms of physical technique and with preventive maintenance. Uh, you guys had Masada, you, just a couple weeks ago, right? Yep. Yeah, he, he likes to say automatics tolerate abuse better Revolvers tolerate neglect better. What he's saying is, you shoot a three hundred fifty seven Magnum 5,000 times, properly cleaned and lubed, you may start seeing some cylinder gap, some lockup up sloth, and it's, it's just going to beat itself to death over time. You shoot a modern semi-automatic 5,000 times, properly cleaned and lubed, it's only going to be more consistent than the day it rolled off the assembly line. Let's say you shoot those suckers until they're worn out on the semi-auto, drop in a new barrel uh and you look at the construction of a revolver you can't just plop in a new barrel that's a gunsmithing project mm. three more points um uh revolvers more resistant to combat induced malfunction you can't push a revolver out of battery like you can with a semi-automatic if someone's in extremely close contact with you you could accidentally make contact and actually push your slide out of battery and then when you press the trigger, it's not going to go bang for your own safety because the, the, uh, the end of the cartridge is now hanging out in space mm-hmm. uh, in front of the breech. And it's also less sensitive to varying ammo. This is a new, just like last week, I brought you guys a new consideration on ammo because of the lack of availability. Mm-hmm. A semi-automatic is going to be tuned for a specific pressure load. Uh, and it may not work, especially as you get into like 45s. They're very picky about which uh, weight of bullet, which grain weight of bullet or, and which pressure that that action will take and still cycle reliably. Uh, a revolver doesn't care whether you're using full power heavy loads or uh, lightweight uh, little cowboy loads. Uh, reloads doesn't care about uh, the bullet shape. It'll shoot at it all. So as you're getting kind of a mixed ammo supply these days, a revolver's going to be much more tolerant, as long as it's safe pressure. Right. Blown-up revolvers, yeah.
1: All right. Folks, A.O. Sword. this is a man with all the answers. Take a run over there. Go to aosword.com. Give him a call, make an appointment. Go on in, let Dave show you all the ins and outs, and he will help you make an intelligent decision so you'll be happy with your firearm. And that's really more important to Dave. Than anything, and that is that you're happy with your firearm. Thanks, buddy. It's always yes, good sir. talking to you. You too. Thank you. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. Then we're gonna try to stump Michael's nephew, <laughs> Sam the gunman, right here on FM 961 1, AM AM1170, the answer. folks hey welcome back this is gun sports radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer california assault weapon laws make it almost impossible to own an ar pattern rifle what's the solution cali key it'll convert any mil spec direct infringement ar platform rifle into a straight pull bolt action rifle so it can have all the features without being considered an assault weapon it's a true drop-in solution no milling no aesthetic modifications and no turning off your gas system keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. Check out Cali Key at calikey.com that's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y dot com. Self defense and emergencies can happen to anyone and unfortunately the justice system may not be on your side. While you protect your family and property U.S. Law Shield is here to defend you 24-7 365 days a year with the comprehensive self-defense coverage at an affordable price. Bad guys don't take days off and neither does our coverage. What's your plan after you defend yourself or your family? Consider a plan from US Law Shield. Check them out today at uslawshield.com. That's uslawshield.com. The refi bell has been ringing for many days. Home mortgage interest rates have dropped to a historic low. And if you're looking to buy or refi Or if you're considering a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. Call Chris Wiley at 619-722-1303 or just go to primerez.com backslash alpine. All right, Michael, this one's yours. There it is. This is everybody's favorite segment,
2: Stump my nephew Um, I thought we were going to have a sound drop
1: there I thought so too but he's talking to uh... (laughs) Bob Siegel who will be coming up next Uh, with an enlightening show
2: well without the sound drop uh, it's still an exciting segment Uh, every week we take Right on time. Right on time. Every week, (laughs) we take a question from a fan to see if we can stump my nephew. Uh, My nephew, Sam the Gunman, is uh, a uh, young but learned young man who uh, knows all kinds of stuff about guns and gun history and gun function. And, uh, just all kinds of cool stuff. So if you send us a question and we use it, we'll send you a t-shirt. If we use it and you stump my nephew, we'll send you a t-shirt and a beautiful stylish San Diego County gun owner's hat. So without further ado, are you ready, Sam? Yeah, let's have it. All right. Okay. You've been studying? Uh, no. All right. Then you got a good shot this week. All right. So this is Esther who lives in Escondido. She has a very simple question, uh, what is a puckle gun? P-U-C-K-L-E, what is a puckle gun?
0: Thanks very much for the question, Esther. Um, and this is a, a pretty simple, straightforward one, so there's a lot of room to elaborate. Um, one, of the, uh, one of the very first repeating firearms um, ever developed was something called the puckle gun, which comes from the uh, early 18th century. And the idea was that um, it was this big, basically a revolver cannon. It had um, a cylinder just like a modern revolver, um, but it was of a much, much larger caliber. And the idea was it would be mounted on a ship and used to deter uh, pirates and and boarding parties. So you would have this this rapid fire flintlock weapon, uh, relatively rapid fire flintlock uh, cannon that could be used to deter small, fast boats.
2: That's exactly right. Correct. Uh, <laughs> the uh, it was na- Puckle was the designer. I don't, I don't know his name, Bob Puckle
1: or Fred Puckle or something like that. But oh, probably he, wouldn't i probably want to design something like that too with that name.
2: Yeah. What was his name? Do you know his? Do you know his name, Sam? I don't think it was Fred Puckle. It probably wasn't Fred Puckle. Ignatius Puckle. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it was Ignatius. Uh, and this was uh, this came out when like late seventeen hundred something like that. Early 1700s. Early 1700s. So this is. 300 years ago they had the beginnings of what was amounted to a machine gun with the puckle gun man
3: oh man that's
0: pretty much had you,
2: um, had, uh, had you ever heard of a puckle gun joe
3: um i think i have heard i couldn't remember what it was but i'd heard the i'd heard that term before so i'd seen it before it just didn't stick yeah
1: well esther well it stuck with this kid let me tell you
0: yeah, it did. Well, one of the interesting things about the puckle gun um, that uh, is sort of one of the, I guess, most enduring stories about it, I guess, um, is that it was advertised with uh, conventional ammunition for just general purpose use and um, cylindrical bullets for use against uh, the Turks. The idea being that the, uh, the different shape would cause the bullet to... Uh, tumble more and create more damage in a ship, or something.
2: Interesting. So they, it was so against
0: Turks. Is that what you said? Yeah, uh, because they weren't Christian. <laughs> so
2: they, that they would do it. They sold like far more destructive and painful ammo to 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 shoot at, at Turks. Is that the idea?
0: Yeah, square bullets. That was, <laughs> uh, as I understand it, that was that was the idea. <laughs>
2: unbelievable so if this was early 1700s what what was the cartridge right do, do you have any idea you, what, what exactly because i don't think a modern day cartridge really came around until another 100 years after that was what was the cartridge like for the puckle gunner do you know
0: well no there, there was no cartridge i think the caliber was um i, I don't remember it was like a, a one inch or two inch um but they it was it was a still a black powder repeater so they had to load each chamber of the cylinder with powder and with shot and, and everything, and uh, rotate and index the, cell into the cylinder manually.
2: And boom, and then you're ready to invade Istanbul. Yeah. Or Constantinople.
1: Turks, beware. <laughs> wow. Yep, there you go. Alright, buddy. That's amazing. You good. are on top of it. I know. Good job, Excellent. Sam.
0: Excellent!
1: <laughs> Great job, Sam. Thanks, buddy. Say hi to the family for us. Thanks, you guys. Have a good night. Our pleasure. Well, I tell you what, folks, I hope you've enjoyed that last two hours as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Go to any of your podcast uh, apparatuses. You can download any of the shows. And I really, really want to thank all our great sponsors. The Gun Range San Diego, go to thegunrangesandiego.com. Firearms Legal Protection at firearmslegal.com. San Diego County Gun Owners at sdcgo.org. U.S. Law Shield at USlawshield.com Cali Key go to CaliKey.com that's K A L I K E Y. P R M I Mortgage at P R M prime R E S dot com backslash alpine. The Dylan Law Group at DylanLaw GP dot com. AOSword Firearms at AOSword.com and I really want to thank Michael Schwartz, Joe Jermisi, Sam the gunman, and our digital master Brendan Thomas. And don't forget, put this on your calendar, July 12th, Responsibly Armed Radio with Judy Wells and Tatiana Whitlock. It's a totally uh, different type of a show, and it's one that you'll definitely want to uh, sit down and take a listen to. And uh, you can go to GunSportsRadio.com for podcasts and up-to-date information. And we're still doing gun prom.
2: Absolutely, the August Tickets 15th. still available? Yeah, tickets still available. Go to You want to go to gunprom.com. Uh, the early bird specials are in effect and will stay in effect throughout. Uh, we've uh, discounted all the tables and tickets. Uh, a champagne table that's normally $5,000 is $3,000. A wine table that's normally $2,500 is $1,600. And a ticket, an individual ticket that's normally $150 is only $99. Wow. So buy now- uh, August 15th in the evening down in Mission Valley at uh, the Town and Country. And okay. you want to go to gunprom.com to buy tickets. Buy tickets today. Yeah.
1: By the way, Bob Siegel is in the wings. He'll be coming in with an unbelievable show. If you've never listened to Bob, I'm telling you, it's a true education. Uh, each, each week, each topic is totally different. And it's a type of a show that you will definitely want to hang out and listen to. He's got great perspective, probably because he's been around for as long as he's been around. You know how those that, that goes. And I really want to thank Joe Jermisi for his uh, blogs. And what was that contest the, the, for Front Sight?
2: Yeah, the product. Uh, the, if you go to frontsitecom slash GunSportsRadio, uh, you could uh, get free training
1: from guns uh, from, uh, Front site $2,000 value, so you can't beat that with a stick so make sure you do that and we'll be back next week with more information on this crazy world we're living in and yes you do need to be armed to protect your family but you need to get training right along with buying a firearm listen to our show every sunday and again go to san diego county gun owners.com if you have questions or concerns or maybe you just want to advertise all right we're going to take a quick break again Bob Siegel's in the wings. Don't touch that dial. FM ninety six 1, AM eleven seventy. The answer.